Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. To all our veterans today, much love, much respect out to you. I'm going to get to that in a minute more, obviously. Uh, I'm going to read something to you. You're going to want to hear. In case you've ever had any doubt about what these men and women do for you. When I read this, I promise you, you'll have no doubts anymore. It's sitting right here on my phone. I don't want to put it on the screen. These guys haven't seen it yet. Folks, let me get to the show. I got that. I got election coverage. My pillow, soft and absorbent, 100% long staple Sherpa cotton, six-piece sets, only $29.98 with promo code DAN. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials or call one 800 637 4982. I've got that. I've got that AP story about the journalist that was suspiciously there for the terror attacks. Like, wow, look, he made it. The story is even crazier than you thought. And I've got a segment, Hamas or the Taliban. Watch how stupid the useful idiots are. Hey, <laughs> Joe's seen it right. He's already like, I mean, it's really like these people are so dumb. It's hard to grasp. Hey, you ever want to discover the incredible benefits of a good night's sleep? You got to try this product. It is so important. Restful slumber. It heals your body. Everybody knows it. Talk to any doctor. You're going to tell you you need a good night's sleep. Revolutionize your nighttime routine like I did with Beam Dream. It's a total game changer. Their dream powder is a hot cocoa designed specifically for sleep. It can transform your nights. It did mine. Today, my listeners get a special discount on the delicious Beam Dream powder. It's a best-selling hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. It's available in these amazing flavors. Cinnamon cocoa. Your mouth's probably watering right now. Chocolate peanut butter and mint chip. Better sleep has never tasted better. Dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend, blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk and enjoy before bedtime like I do. You want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder? Take advantage of the biggest sale of the year. Get up to 50% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino. And use code CYBER at checkout. That's SHOP, B-E-A-M, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code CYBER for up to 50% off your body and mind. Well, thank you. They deserve the gift of a restful night. Had a good one last night. Producer Joe, my friend, it's Friday. So it's Friday. Yes, sir, it is. Welcome to all the chatsters and everyone. We love to see you. You guys are the best. Hey, listen. um. We acknowledge our veterans today and we salute them. But rather than just giving perfunctory thank you for your service, which is nice, and we should say that because we do thank them for their service. Sometimes I think on my show, I think we need to do more than that. Not sometimes, all the time. What does their service mean? What exactly have they given up for you? You may say to yourself, well, you know, they serve. They go in the military and they come home and they fight for freedom and liberty for us and for others. Oh, yeah, they do that. But they leave a lot more. This is going to be hard for me. It may be hard for you too, but this is a message I got. I was given permission a while ago to share it. It's about a year or so old. It's a message I got from, he said, let's just say a friend of mine I met through a prior line of work. He was a Marine and a badass one. This guy was a real deal. The quiet guy who never, ever spoke about why he had this patina of just this wall you couldn't crack through, this crust around him you couldn't get through. And then one day I got this email from him. Keep in mind, this is a guy who never spoke about his feelings or what he did. 
He was not, he didn't go on campus pretending to be Chuck Norris in Invasion USA in my prior line of work. Never mentioned anything about it. And then one day I got this email. I want you to listen to this. It's going to be hard to get through. Hey, Dan, great podcast today. I really felt that. A lot of people don't understand what it's like coming home from combat after doing things for your country. We have to live with what we've done. I feel I forfeited any chance to see my daughters in the afterlife. When your ROEs were to smoke check anyone with a shovel and an orange bucket, including kids, it was like the Wild West. And your enemy changes you. You grow a hate inside you that you can't come to terms with. You watch your Marines die. You watch them get maimed, losing legs, arms, private parts. All the while knowing the locals knew where the IEDs and ambushes were. But they didn't tell you during the many shuras you sat in. Usually they were 15 to 20 pounders which would take out a leg or both. Sometimes a hand and part of an arm if you were carrying your weapon at low ready. The worst was the 50 to 75 pounder that turned you into what we called the pink mist. We backed the truck up and put the pieces in the back using a poncho and the kid next to him who was in shock while dropping every ordinance we had from fixed rotary wing artillery and mortars. We watched the local kids taunt us by raping dogs or cutting off their ears and tails in front of our faces knowing we couldn't do anything about it. You hate them. You hate their women. You hate your chain of command who never leave the wire and yell at you when you get back because you had on white socks or cuffed your sleeve to see your wrist compass. I went three months without a shower and got yelled at for not having a haircut by some senior leadership who finally visited my forward operating base. I watched the first sergeant chew out a fellow squad leader as his pant leg crept up and showed his white socks all while he was standing next to our makeshift helo pad with his dead Marine on a stretcher waiting for evacuation. You hate your government and the brass because they sent you out to clear the Taliban and you knew you would give it all back, but they wanted to give their combat action ribbon to get their full bird or first star. I would sit by a fire at night with a squad leader who lost his Marine to an IED drinking vodka. I was a functioning alcoholic in combat. You hate yourself because you feel that way. And yes, we gave it right back to the Taliban. So the 25 killed in action and more than 200 wounded in action was for nothing. Not for U.S. freedom, not for our way of life. Not for Afghanistan democracy, not for Afghanistan's women's rights and gender studies. It was for nothing. You hate yourself because you lived. You hate yourself because your Marine killed himself when we got home and you couldn't prevent it. You hate yourself because you get drunk texts from your Marines. Telling you they love you and thanking you for what you did for them. But they're hurting because you had to give them orders to kill kids. I'll leave it here.
you have to carry that hate for the rest of your life. It doesn't go away. It's actually gotten worse. I'm that savage you talked about that didn't care. I have nightmares every night and I hardly sleep. Your daughters die in bad ways in your dreams and you fear it's punishment for what you did. And they might come true. So when we thank people for their service on days like today, I'd like you to keep that in your head. These men and women didn't go over there and throw a costume party. These guys came back with real damage, seeing things you and I will never have to see. Thank the Lord. So when you see these guys and you thank them for their service, now you know what their service entails. I'll never forget that email. There's actually more I had to leave out. Because believe it or not, however much that impacted your soul, it gets even worse in that email. Sorry to start the show heavy today, folks, but you know, when we say things like freedom isn't free and other things like that, you know, they may make cute bumper stickers, but freedom isn't free for a reason. It's at a cost. And candidly, it's not to people like me. I didn't serve overseas. The hell did I do? I didn't. I've been overseas. I didn't serve overseas. I wasn't a mil- I wasn't in the military. Freedom isn't free. That cost was paid by someone else. Like this hero. All right. We got a lot to talk about today. <clears throat> Big show. A lot going on. It is Friday. Um, I, I'm not on the radio today because I got a lot going on. Uh, we have a signing tonight in Northvale, New Jersey. Maybe I'll hit that up at the end. But uh, folks, uh, having Donald Trump on the ballot is obviously already changing the entire election. We're seeing that now. There was some big, major breaking news yesterday. I'm doing my radio show, and right at the end, 10 minutes before I was scheduled to go off the air at 3 p.m. Eastern time, I see on cable news, it says on the Chiron, breaking news, Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia, of course, a Democrat in a blood-red state, is now not running. You understand, folks, the four-parties theory I've been absolutely crushing the show with the last few days, so you understand it. If you understand this, you'll understand why 2024 is likely not going to resemble what just happened this Tuesday. There are four parties. You already know it. Trump, the Trump party, the Republican party, the Biden party, and the Democrat party. There's only energy in two. The Trump party and the the, uh, Democrat party. Biden has no energy and the Republican party brand is absolutely destroyed. Manchin got out. The Democrat in Virginia. Because if he was running in 2023 now, he likely would have won. If Manchin's running with Trump on the ticket, he understands exactly what I told you, that the Republican Party running against him and the Trump Party are two separate things, that if Trump is on the ballot, a lot of those Trump voters are going to show up and vote down ballot. He knows that. That's why he got out. I want you to just listen to this quick clip and I'm going to move on. I want to beat this thing to death. I've covered it over the last two days, but that's how important I feel it is. You understand this. This show is designed to be edutainment, educational entertainment to steal from Boogie Down Productions. You know what I mean? Here's even Rachel Maddow acknowledging, Rachel Maddow, Moscow Maddow, Russia Rachel, acknowledging the same thing I told you, that Biden's in real trouble because there's two separate Democrat parties, too. Take a look. But, but what's the point you're making? That Democrats shouldn't panic? That they panic? shouldn't panic? Yeah. I mean, because- yeah. Democratic election results since Joe Biden has been leading the Democratic Party have been excellent for Democrats. But is that and because so the of whole- I- 
the polling results, sure, are 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 working, for, yeah. and it means that the the Biden reelection effort needs to you know double, triple, quadruple its efforts. But the actual, the only polls that matter are are the votes, and the votes that have been cast in every election since Biden has been at the top have been great news for Democrats. She's already acknowledging without acknowledging it, that they're in real trouble, that the Democrat brand is in trouble, that the Democrat does well. But she's acknowledging he's going to have trouble in this next election because the Democrat Party's bifurcated too. The Democrat Party's bifurcated into these two parties. I'll get to more on that later again. We've discussed this enough. It's been a heavy beginning to the show, but I've got a lot to get to. The AP story, folks, this is probably... I would argue, and I think everyone on this show would agree, this is easily the craziest story I've ever seen. That a so-called journalist was embedded with a terror attack and failed to say anything or warn people when he may have known about this. May, again, and I, I don't want to impugn anything until we have the, but may have known about it based on the plethora of facts we have now. It's just the craziest thing I've ever heard. I mean, I'm trying to ask you for an analogy that would make sense because the Israeli-Palestinian issue tends to get people in their boxes. I mean, just think about it for a second in terms of your family, God forbid, that someone comes to your house in a kibbutz. Forget about Israel-Palestinian, forget it, forget kibbutz. Imagine it's your HOA. And God forbid, takes out your entire family but you. And then you find out a journalist took the ride over to the house while they were loading their guns. You'd be like, that's not a journalist. That's an accomplice. Right? I mean, why is it that when you inject Jews into it, everybody's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. Because people hate Jews. That's It's the craziest thing. People's logic goes out the window. Then what if I told you? That as they were coming over your house to kill your kids and your family and you live, that the journalist in the car was actually loading some of the weapons themselves. You'd be like, holy shit, that really sounds like that was an accomplice. I want you to watch this video out of the space where one of these alleged journalists appears to be carrying a freaking grenade. Listen, look. Check this out. Here we go. We got this video. Video. They go. Look like they're on the back of a motorcycle. I want you to watch this. Passing by. This is the attacks going on. There's a motorcycle. Oh, look, there's a grenade in his hand. What? Again, folks, I understand tragically. Look, oh, thank thank you. There it is. What is that? Is that a paperweight? What is that, a tennis ball? Oh, no, it's a freaking grenade. It's a grenade. Look at that. Well. Oh, oh, remote. Yeah, Joe's got it right. It's a scooter remote control. So there's a slowdown. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a, it's an actual hey, hang grenade. What, again, I get it tragically that there are lunatics and anti-Semites who just want to kill the Jews. You're all sick effers. I understand. But are you this crazy? People defending this. Are you nuts? If this happened at your house, you'd want this person given the death penalty. Well, I'm going to tell you something. The Israelis, they're going with the fuck around and find out theory on this one. The Spectator Index are reporting that, you know, Danny Danone, Danny Danone saying that the photojournalists, air quotes, of course, who took part in recording the assaults of October 7th will be added to the list of participants that the Israeli Internal Security Agency will seek to eliminate. Anyone surprised? 
Why would you be surprised? You've got a bunch of people holding weapons who appear to be there and have appeared to have at least some advanced knowledge or some present knowledge of an attack going on and did nothing about it. Of course, they're going to be added to the list of, of enemy combatants. Why would they not? Folks, flip the switch. Even if you're one of these Jew haters out there who's looking for any excuse to kill Jews, just flip the script for a second. If there was an Israeli IDF member on a motorcycle, on a motorcycle, who let's just say goes and kills innocent, uh, innocent Palestinians, had nothing to do, he just goes and targets some family at random. Hey, let's go kill some people. And he tells the journalist from whatever, Joey Bag of Donuts News, hey, you want to go watch? And the journalist goes, yeah, sure, you got an extra grenade? Are you telling me with a straight face the world wouldn't be calling for executions right now? Come on, man. Come on. Give me a break. Stop the stupid, man. Just stop. You look ridiculous. You do. You just look stupid. By the way, some of you are probably wondering with the cutesy time is over show, why I haven't said anything yet. Obviously, there were more important things at the beginning of the show. But yes, Paula, Miss Paula was kind enough along with our company to get the cutesy time is over shirts. Ready? They're not there yet at the website. They'll be there probably next week, but I wanted to give you a look because cutesy time is over. You want to do cutesy time? This ain't the show. You want to know about cutesy time being over? This is the show. So the cutesy time's over shirts, and then we're still working on the liberal suck shirts. Our our proceeds go to charity again. I can't say that enough. This is not some like money-making endeavor for me. So my chair's uh, this is we're we're doing this for charity. We'll we'll let you know where the money's going to go in the end. We've raised a good amount with the don't get dead shirts too. Those will be making a comeback. So cutesy time is over. I'll probably announce it next week, but I hope you like them. It's a pretty cool design. You know, I I couldn't think of a better way to raise money for charity. Freaking cutesy time is over, folks. The thing that's got me worried about this entire thing too is while our FBI is focused on January 6th trespassers and tactical teams, I'll get to that in a second. While they're, while they're focused on January 6ers, January 6ers and grandma and throwing them in the gulag, I'm afraid a security situation with an attack like this with the media guy involved is going to happen on American soil because our southern border is open and it appears our entire domestic law enforcement infrastructure is focused on what? Donald Trump and January 6th people. Here's what I mean. This came out yesterday. It's a local news report. It's another January 6th guy. Listen, if the allegations of what the guy did are true, uh, fine. Then the guy's going to have to be, he's, he's entitled to due process like anyone else is going to have to be subjected to the law of uh, the law enforcement system. However, the FBI tactical team stuff, I, I really don't get how they think this is working for them in the public image, given that if you guys saw the video the other day, which you did because you work on the show, there was a bunch of pro-terrorist people, legit pro-Hamas terror people at the White House the other day. And strangely enough, I don't see any FBI tactical teams. Matter of fact, I haven't even heard about an arrest. It's the strangest thing. It's almost like our priorities are all backwards. Like the good guys are the bad guys. The bad guys are the good guys. And even like mildly bad guys are treated like really, really horrible guys while really horrible guys are treated like the good guys. Seems weird a little. Someone bit. should make a movie, right? I thanks, PB. Someone should make a movie about that. They should call it Police. Oh shit! That's right. There already is a movie like that. Yeah, Joe. Joe, Joe you might have seen it. Some guy, I you know, had something to do with it. 
I'll show you that video coming up in a second. Let me take a quick break. And also, I'll tell you about a Daily Mail story that happened in New York City that's going to infuriate you that goes right back to this premise I'm talking to you about. You support terrorists, you're a good guy. You stop a robbery with a firearm in New York City, right to jail, mother... No, really. <laughs> you're going to need this now more than ever. Tough times ahead. Take care of your body, daddy-o, because you're going to need it. This is nutrition the way nature intended it. This is called Field of Greens. This is Wildberry. I take it twice a day. I absolutely love this product. And I tell you candidly, I can't recommend it highly enough. I've got more energy throughout the day. My skin, my hair, my nails look better. I feel better. Everything. Everything from digestion got better. I love this stuff. Field of Greens. It is a mix of healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables ground up into a delicious tasting wild berry powder. Just look at the ingredient, packed ingredient list on the back. Listen, with, with flu season here and COVID season here, stay healthy. I promise you're going to love this product, but if you don't for any reason, it's okay. Why? They're so confident in it, they'll give you a 100% money back guarantee. It's called Field of Greens. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Again, the website for Field of Greens, BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. Just look at the ingredients label on the back. Good nutrition, folks. Take care of that body. You only got one of them. Here's what I mean. Here's a news report about a tactical team. About another January 6th guy, while we have 170 what plus people on the terror watch list who've creeped into the country. Priorities, folks. Priorities. Check this out. We're really patrolling the whole property, looking for the suspect, yet to find that uh, suspect. And again, the FBI is asking that if you know anything about the location of Gregory Yetman, please call the FBI field office in Newark at 973-792-3000. And live in Middlesex County, Tom's Wire, Chapter 4. Adam, back to you. Okay, we see that tactical team armed there going in to search a shed in Middlesex County. Like Joe said, it'd be really great if someone did a movie about this and like called the police state. I mean, this is just insane. This is really insane. You just had a bunch of pro-terrorist people painting the White House blood red. Literally, and I hate the word. No SWAT teams there. Why is this happening, by the way? Why is the police state allowed to fester and rot and stink the country to death like a fetid, cancerous rot? Because folks... Can I say something a little controversially? I'm asking like you're going to respond, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. There is a small but not insignificant group of people. And I didn't see them. It could be up to 5 to 10% of our population. That I swear to you, if there was a terror attack tomorrow, they would, if they could do it publicly without losing their jobs and stuff, they would go out and protest for that terror group because they think we deserve it. A matter of fact, I got to tell you, I don't even think that's controversial. I think most of you in the chat are going to be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's not controversial. What's controversial about that? Do you guys agree? There would be about 5, 10% of the population, the, the pro-Hamas, pro-Savage people, who'd be like, yeah, we deserved it. We are populated so densely with useful idiots that I got to tell you, I'm really concerned. Love of country has taken a far dis. I read that email in the beginning of the show for a reason. So you know what people have given up for you. Oh, they were fighting in Afghanistan. No, no, no. They were fighting and wrapping themselves in our flag on a mission given to them by the government because they follow orders. 
Okay, that's what they do. We have a military for a reason. Personally, I disagreed with a lot of these missions overseas. That takes absolutely nothing away from the valor of these heroes and patriots who've subjugated their own lives for other people. These are people who have no code, the useful idiots, none at all. There's no samurai code with them. There's no nothing. I want you to watch this video. This guy goes on a, a, out and does these man on the streets, and he asks the useful idiots who seem to like Hamas and others out there. He goes around and asks them, hey, uh, I'm going to read to you a bunch of stuff that these people do. Is this Hamas or the Taliban? Is this Hamas or North Korea? You can see the results for yourself. We're going to play a game called Hamas or. There is no law against raping your wife. Is this Hamas or the Taliban? The Taliban? The answer was Hamas. Oh, wonderful. This law makes it nearly impossible for women and kids to submit claims of incest. Is that Hamas or North Korea? North Korea? The answer was Hamas. Wow. Women of all ages legally need a male guardian to travel. Is that Hamas or ISIS? ISIS. The answer was Hamas. Oh, yeah, that's... In an honor killing, it is basically legal for men to murder women and girls if they are promiscuous. Is that Hamas or the Taliban? Taliban? The answer was Hamas. Uh, this is a real terrorist organization. They're not freedom fighters. Hamas was just every one of them. This seems so unfair for women. Thanks for educating me. I think women of color, uh, women generally, uh, LGBTQ individuals, everyone needs to know like who they're supporting. Folks, the world has been turned on its head. That's why what I just told you, I can make a strong case to you, isn't even mildly controversial. There's probably 5 to 10% of the population, maybe more, that if we are brutally attacked, our women are raped, and our families are killed or kidnapped, there are going to be people out there who tell you you deserved it. The world, I mean, the world has been turned on its head. There are people out there. I don't, I'm not sure they understand how bad this really is. I'm embedded in it every day. If you're someone who works for a living and, it, oh, you don't work. No, I, I don't consider this work. Like This for me is activism. It's not, I get paid for it, but it's not a job. If you're out there and you're an electrician busting your ass every day, I almost envy you because you're working all day. You don't have the time to embed yourself in the crazy. You see it, but you're not embedded. I'm embedded in this all day because it's my job. It'll drive you, you can't believe it. You can't believe what's going on. It's like hard to get your arms around. How there are people out there who will call Republicans Nazis, like Hillary Clinton did the other day about Donald Trump, implying Donald Trump making uh, inferences that he was like Hitler, will call people Nazis while simultaneously, not Hillary, Hillary Clinton, her defense did condemn that, you know, I had to be honest, I'm not going to be a hack. However, her reference to Donald Trump as Hitler is something widely accepted on the left. And then the, the same left calling Donald Trump Hitler will then turn around and make excuses for Hamas. But here's the crazy thing. I, you, this is, folks, you got to listen to this video. Please, please. If you were going to run, just if you have to go and you can only watch a half an hour, but just stay for this. This is Doug Murray. He's over there in the Middle East right now. He's on with Piers Morgan, who has, I, I, bizarrely seems to be constantly making excuses for the uh, for Hamas, it's just the weirdest thing. He seems to be like he's always on the Palestinian side of the issue, but never seems to embrace the Israeli side. It's very strange. 
So he's talking to Doug Murray, who's actually over there. And Murray brings up an amazing point about the Nazis. That even the Nazis, the filthiest, most disgusting abominations in humankind, so bad there's almost no comparison. Even the Nazis tried to hide what they were doing. Not Hamas. Oh, they advertised it. Watch this. The thing that strike, struck me, you know, Piers, about seeing the 7th of October footage was that um, uh, even the Nazis were actually ashamed of what they did. You know, SS battalions who spent their days shooting Jews in the back of the head and pushing them into, tr- uh, into trenches had to get very, very drunk in the evening to uh, uh, forget what they had done. Uh, Nazi high command famously had to sort of get around the problem of soldier morale because the soldiers knew this wasn't exactly what their lives were meant to look like either. I tell you one very big difference. If you look at the footage, the raw footage, and I really hope people don't on a wider scale have to view what I viewed the other day. Um, If they see it, they will see something that is at least as barbaric as what the Nazis did. But here's the difference. They did it with glee. They were deeply proud. You see people um, uh, trying to, you know, taking the head off a young Israeli man with a shovel and then uh, calling their parents back in Gaza and telling them, father, father, I've killed two Jews, with my, t- 10 Jews with my own hands. Get mother on the phone. I want to show, tell her how great a job her son has done. You know, I, I come back to this thing. I'm not exaggerating with this. It's very, very interesting and people need to realize you had this situation with uh, with the Nazis where they also were a genocidal anti-Semitic organization, but they tried to cover their crimes up. Hamas are actually proud of them. Mm-hmm. And they've said they will do them until the whole world is clear, clear of Jews. How the fuck do you support that? How can you possibly support that? Again, I'm not talking about people who honestly would like to see a viable solution to this generational conflict and really want to preserve the lives of innocents. I'm not impugning the character of people who go, listen, I get it. That was horrible, but we really have to preserve human life. That's a, that is a, that is a fair and moral position, even though we can disagree on potential roadmaps there. Folks, I need you to understand that a large swath of the people pretending that's their position, it isn't. They legitimately support Hamas and just don't want you to know. You hear his point in the beginning about how even Nazis had a drink at night because they knew what they were doing was wrong. Not Hamas. They loved it. They called mom. Hey, I just killed 10 Jews with my bare hands. And then you've got people marching in New York City. Go Hamas. Go Hamas. What the? Please tell me again or there are two sides. I'm not talking about what I said in the beginning where, yes, there are two sides. I have one and other people have another one. Some people agree, well, we have a claim to this and we have a claim to that. I disagree. I understand how human conflict has worked throughout human history. There's not a single society on planet Earth that's established a nation state without an initial act of violence or violence in the future to preserve their boundaries. Not one. But you're allowed to have an opinion. It's the United States. And I can disagree. There is no moral defense whatsoever for Hamas. They are pure evil. Pure, pure. There's not a shred of decency in any of these people and they deserve to be exterminated and killed Hamas. 
and all of them wiped out because you will never survive. You, you think you're going to bargain with these people? Israel has every right to kill the people that did this. Every right. All right, showing you again how the world has just been flipped on its head. You Republicans are Nazis, but I defend Hamas, who are as bad, if not worse, than the Nazis. The good guys are now the bad guys, and the bad guys are now the good guys. I'm going to show you the story out of New York that set the internet on fire. Have you heard about it? This guy did something in the subway, and you think this guy'd be a hero. Oh, no, not in the world we live in where the big dipsy do flipperoo's taking place. It's like... Quantum physics. We're like living in an alternate realm right now, branching off into stupid every single time. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get over it. Let me get to my last couple sponsors. We'll get back to the show. Not, definitely not now, right, Joe? No way. You think there's any sniffs left? <laughs> not even sniffs. Quit sniffs. You got a sniff out of that or am I crazy? Is it just sniff memory, right? Nice potent. Smells like coffee. Tastes like coffee. It is bold, but never bitter. Blackout coffee. It's my coffee. I love it. It's a coffee company, 100% committed to conservative values. The owner of the company absolutely loves the country and coffee. That's his thing. From sourcing the beans to roasting them. Customer support or shipping. Blackout coffee. He's got an amazing work ethic. They love conservatism. They love liberty. They love this country. They love our veterans, and they accept no compromise on the coffee's taste or quality. Do me a favor. Check them out. You're, gonna, you're never going to drink another coffee again. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Bold, never bitter. Blackout coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Thanks, Blackout Coffee. And our last sponsor today, GenuCell. Thanksgiving is two weeks away. It's the best GenuCell skincare sale of the year. And just in time for the holidays, the GenuCell skincare most popular package is back for you to look stunning for your Thanksgiving gatherings. And with the brand new GenuCell 3 also included in your most popular package, we mean you can look 10, 15, even 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. Here's Sunny from Illinois. I give GenuCell skincare five stars. Because the products do exactly what they promise to do. It's working. I love all the products and I highly recommend it. Take advantage of the GenuCell Skincare Best Sale of the Year and say goodbye to fine lines, crow's feet, bags, and puffiness, the laugh lines, and dark spots. The GenuCell experience is like no other. But don't take my word for it. You'll look and feel your absolute best or your money back. No questions asked. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, for an incredible holiday discount better than 70% off on GenuCell Skincare's most popular package with GenuCell 3 and Dark Spot Corrective. And for results in 12 hours or less, the immediate effects is included free. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan, GenuCell.com slash Dan for a free upgrade to priority shipping at checkout. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks. We really appreciate it. GenuCell. This story is freaking crazy. Gee, can we like, you know how you have that dark Dan mode and the KJP sucks thing? Can we do like a crazy meter or something like that? We can name it. So maybe someone in the chat has a better idea for what we can. But this story is up there. I don't know if the meters one through 100 or one through 10, but on a 100 scale, I give this one like a 92. Daily Mail, you can read the story in the newsletter today. NYPD, I got to be honest, I was an NYPD guy. I'm embarrassed that they, I, I, they're just following orders. Things has to stop eventually. NYPD apprehends gunman John Rote, 43. Oh my gosh, gunman. What did he do? 
who shot at a homeless robber who attacked a woman in, inside the subway. Suspect arrested at his desk at his New York City office after a friend tipped off the cops. I, I got to tell you, when I read this again, I had to read it twice because I thought, oh, they got the homeless guy who tried to attack and rob a woman. No, no, that's not, that's not it. They got the guy who defended the woman. He says it right. Do, honestly, do you expect anything different? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a bad time for me to be saying this. Some of you will get this on Monday. Stay the hell out of New York. I'm telling you, this is a horrible time for me to be saying this. It'll make sense next week. But stay the hell out of there. Get your business out of there. You stand absolutely no chance of defending your life and getting, getting away with it, with air quotes, or running a business in New York if you're a Republican. This is, this is how I know that most assuredly we are approaching the valley. Now, are we going to come back? There's a questions for Dan at the end I'll get to. Yes, we always come back. We've been in far worse spots. However, this is how I'm absolutely sure we are approaching the bottom. The bottom of that valley from the crest we were at during the good years. I'm sure of it. When the good guys are the bad guys, Hamas are the heroes, and John Rode, who defends a woman from a robbery, is the bad guy. You know, without a scintilla of a doubt, shred of a doubt, that we are assuredly approaching the bottom. Folks, I'm going to warn you right now. And if you follow Cernovich on Twitter, he's been warning about this too. I'm not going to tell you not to do something to save your own life or to save someone else's life. I'm not, because I think doing the right, I believe in the afterlife and I'll be judged by God one day. However, I am going to tell you, if you do that in one of these liberal states, I'm just warning you right now, you will be demonized. You will be turned into the actual demon. How many examples we need? Remember the guy on the subway, Daniel Penny? How many examples do you need of this? That's why I'm telling you, stay the hell out of these places. And if you can get away, you damn well better, because you're going to find yourself in handcuffs. These cities have completely lost it. You're Snake Plissken, ain't you? That's pretty funny. Is that a new one? Some of you, did you get that? No, no, I know you got it. You, did you get it? You get that in the audience? You've been following me for the longest. <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, of course you got it. You got it. <laughs> I've been saying for the longest time, take advice from Snake Plissken. Escape from New York as quickly as you can. Can you play that again? I want to hear that one. I, that snuck up on me a little bit. You're Snake Plissken, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, of course. He's, I love Ernest Borgnine, man. He was in one of my favorite movies. I can never remember the title, but these guys like break into his house and the farmland and stuff. It's a great movie. Folks, get out as soon as you can. Hey, the election's only going to get worse for, uh, for Biden, by the way. I, I just want you to understand that public safety and the economy are the two worst issues for Joe Biden. You see the public safety issue now where in these liberal cities, things are getting worse. Now, the problem is electorally, and it's not, I don't want to say a problem, and it's actually a good thing, is that in a lot of these states where they haven't gone full liberal yet, like Connecticut, that's definitely left, far left leaning, but not full blown crazy San Francisco or Chicago. The same Democrats and a few Republicans who are left are saving the Democrats from themselves. So you're seeing crime rates level off there. In places that are run exclusively by liberals and the defund the police mentality, crime is completely, 
totally out of control. That is a kitchen table issue. But none of this, on one piece of good news is none of this is going to get any better for Biden. Biden is in a world of trouble. Public safety and the economy are the kitchen table issues, and both of them are only going to get worse. Only. I want you to listen to this because Biden realizes now that all he has left is the ability to lie about the economy. If he doesn't lie about it, and and I mean outright lie, I don't mean fudge the numbers. I mean legitimately making them up. He was given a speech the other day, yesterday, and it was just ridiculous what he was saying about the economy. His suggestions about how the economy is growing are not only wrong, they're bass backwards. They're totally untrue. And I just want to warn you, there's going to be a treasury auction for uh, treasury U.S. denominated assets soon where people come in and buy U.S. denominated assets to lend the government money. Folks, if no buyers show up, we're going to be in a world of trouble, man. I want you to listen to him lie about the economy and suggest that your wages somehow are going up. This is an absolute lie. Your wages since Biden took office, look it up. Real wages are down 3.2%. And just in the last year, between interest rate hikes and real wages going down, you've lost about $33,000 of purchasing power. Take a look. And wages are actually going up. Not just in your industry, but wages are going up. It's a fancy way of saying... Is median household wealth has grown by 37% since the pandemic, meaning people are better off, 37% better off. Okay, folks, he said, I don't know anything. To, just look it up yourself. Real wages are down 3.2% since Biden took office. Your income is getting crushed by higher interest rates, inflation, and the Bidenomics economy. But don't worry, folks. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, she's clear. She's clear again on some matter of fact, she's tremendously clear. This is his big backup system. And this is only going to get worse for Biden. But this is Kareem Jabir, his primary spokesperson. She's being clear on something. And all she says is she's being clear and tremendously clear. Take a look at this. We've also been very clear that they have to follow uh, the rule of law. And so that we're making tremendously clear uh, with not just the prime minister, but also uh, our counterparts in Israel. Don't worry, she's being tremendously clear. So I only played that because yeah, now you're going to see the verbal tick she has. She's, <laughs> she's not only clear, now she's moving on to tremendously clear and really super tremendously clear next. But here's why it's only going to get worse, too. Look at this tweet. Jill Stein is saying she's going to run uh, again for the presidency. That A lot of people blamed her for hurting Hillary Clinton. She says she's running for president to offer a better choice. Join us, JillStein2024.com. Think about this on the left now. You've now got liberals RFK, liberal Jill Stein, and Cornell West in this presidential race. Folks, this is, none of this is going to get any better. Now, I got to get to a lot more. Uh, the title of the show today, you may be saying, all right, you mentioned you were going to get to the vaccine. I am, I promise, because this, Joe, we flagged this a long time ago. Honestly, I don't even know if you can unflag it because in the flag it thing, it's probably buried. But one of the things I had warned about, and you guys know it's true, is the government's constant lies about the COVID vaccine, that it was going to stop the prevention of COVID from the transmission of COVID, um, that if you didn't get the vaccine, you were causing other people problems. It was a community issue. It's not. It's an individual one. That all of the lies about myocarditis and side effects, I had warned you over and over and over again that this was going to have an everlasting effect. That the great irony of the government combating misinformation on the vaccine while promoting misinformation on the vaccine was going to decimate any faith in public health. That no one was going to trust the system ever again. 
Man, you can unflag that now. NBC News, November 9th. The CDC reports the highest childhood vaccine exemption rate ever in the United States. 40 states saw rises in parents citing religious or personal concerns for not vaccinating their young children. I I don't want to let my, hold on, let me just. If you dickheads had listened to me, the science people, I know I'm just dumb Dan, some dumb former cop. I mean, what the hell do I know, right? If you morons had just listened to me years ago when this thing came out and had been honest, hey, listen, we've got this vaccine. It's a new technology. It's a new technology we're not really sure of, but we think it may have some benefits for at-risk people. I promise you, even conservatives and diehards who may have refrained from taking it would have been like, at least they're being honest about this thing's limitations. Your endless hyping and promotion of this thing, your endless hyping and promotion of this vaccine has completely decimated public health to the point where a guy like me, who I had spent a lot of time in government work, you've got it. You get a yellow card. You've got to take these vaccines or you won't travel. I've got so many vaccines. I don't know what is even in my body anymore. I have no idea. You have to take them or you'll lose your job. You have to you, you get this yellow card you fill out. I'm at the point now where I am an absolute skeptic. You did this, not me. And don't bullshit me with, oh, you don't believe in science. I do believe in science. You don't believe in science. Oh, look, this is what I was talking about in the headline. Is the U.S. VAERS system, Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, broken? Jennifer Block, the BMJ. Read this in the newsletter, too. Turns out they spoke to more than a dozen people, including doctors and a medical examiner, who filed these vaccine adverse events reports of a serious nature on behalf of themselves or patients, and yet were never contacted. The investigation found that, in stark contrast to the government's handling of these adverse reaction reports, that the publicly accessible VAERS database on vaccines includes only initial reports, while case updates and corrections are kept on a separate back-end system. Oh, that's interesting. Officials told the BMJ this was to protect patient confidentiality. But this means that the patients, doctors, and other public users of the database, scroll down, Nike, uh, have access only to an incomplete and uncorrected version. I'm sure, it's, sure it's just an uh, oversight. They lied to us. They lied to us about everything. And now you reap what you sow. Now you see why absolutely nobody trusts you anymore. I want you to know to the liberals and even to some Republicans out there that push this down people's throats, take it or you're a moron. And by the way, I will absolutely not accept any piece of shit who says, oh, Dan, didn't you push? Never. You find me one single episode where I ever told people, you better go get this vaccine or even recommended it to people. You find one, find one. And send it to us. Tweet it to us. I dare you to find one. You know how I'm so confident? Because you can't. I was in a very unique situation, again, for the thousandth time with cancer. I had to get treated. I didn't have a choice. Get it or die was my choice. 
I never recommended this thing to anyone, ever, ever. Only two things that really get under my skin. Comparing me, oh, you're no Rush Limbaugh. No shit. And telling people, oh, you, you recommend the vaccine. Tell me when. Show me a tweet, a Facebook post, or a single segment of my show. You can't. Sorry, Ed. You can tell it gets under my skin. Because if anything, I've been telling people, you better do your homework on this. And now you see what's happening. No one wants to take vaccines at all anymore. All right, let's go to questions for Dan. And I got a special surprise for you. At the end of the show, I'm going to run this video. My friend, John Rich. John has an amazing song out for Veterans Day. You know, John, a famous country singer, John Rich, solo career. And then he was with Big and Rich. He's just an amazing guy. Uh, We haven't done questions for Dan in a while. I'm going to play that video for you at the end. Check it out. It's really awesome. The song is amazing. It's available on Apple. Uh, by the way, you can download it. So it, please check it out. John's, you know, he's the number one artist. We had an album. His album went number one when we did that special. So I'd really appreciate it. But we'll do some questions for Dan first. So questions for Dan. Oh. Handy dandy Bongino report mug. Hey, Dan, what does the Republican Party uh, need to do to fix their brand? First, we have to, that's uh, Kay Merwin. First, why does the Republican Party have a brand problem? Why does the label Republican mean bad things to a lot of people? It means bad things to a lot of people for a number of reasons. Number one, the media tells them they're Nazis. Number two, uh, entertainers out there with large followings, singers and people tell people the Republican Party wants to kill women and stuff. Uh, Sports figures and stuff tell people that the Republican Party sucks. TikTokers do it. Uh, It's amazing anybody thinks the Republican Party is good citing all that. But- Number five contributing to that disaster is the fact that Republicans tend to be squishes too, because a lot of Republicans on Capitol Hill are really Democrats, but no Democrats are really Republican. The only way to fix it is to run good candidates who can, one, run on conservative principles and rescue the Republican brand, but second is to talk to your kids. Folks, you're the most influential force in these kids' lives. Republican, the Republican Party, it means something good. That idiot's rune, it doesn't mean that the party is bad. We stand for life, economic freedom, school choice, and healthcare freedom. Those are good things. Don't let your kids grow up listening to TikTok, telling them the Republican Party is the Ku Klux Klan, while these same idiots are defending Hamas. We have to fix the brand. Make your own bed first. Hey, Dan. Mangina, 1967. I just read the names. Has America seen the best of times already? No. No, I'm absolutely convinced that the best the best days are ahead. I am so long on America. I'm depressed about the short term. Don't get me wrong. You can tell there's a black cloud, but I'm absolutely sure of it. Folks, we are on the cusp of major technological breakthroughs. People are starting to get frustrated. It's almost bad enough, but we're not there yet. Material sciences, cancer treatments, artificial intelligence, if we can contain it, these things are all going to lead to an amazing future going forward. So no, I don't think we have seen the worst, uh, the best of times. Uh, I think they're right around the corner, actually. Uh, hey, Dan, what's that? What's your favorite Thanksgiving tradition at Mo Limbo? You know, I, I left this one in and I don't want to be somber around Thanksgiving and especially on a Friday because I'm going to play for you a cool video coming up next where we get me thank our veterans. Please watch it. It's really cool. Uh, but I don't, I don't really have any. And, it, and the thing is, this is not a sob story, okay? I, I love my parents. But they got divorced when I was younger. And uh, we didn't really have a lot of money. We weren't like dirt dirt poor, but we really didn't have like a lot of dough. You know, my mom worked in a supermarket and in Con Edison in New York. And then, you know, my dad was a plumber and a building inspector. So outside of, you know, eating a turkey, like that was really it. Like 
there was no like football games and, oh, we're going to get together and go to a Jets game or something like that. We just, you know, we didn't have the money. So, uh, you know, I, I loved it. It was a simple thing. But I keep that up with my family now is we have a good, healthy, wholesome dinner and uh, I enjoy it. So not to be like, you know, somber or anything, but that's just, I, that's why I kept it in. That's who I am. That's who I was. That's maybe who I am today. Because cutesy time is over. So again, I'm going to end the show with Johnny Rich, my good friend. And thank you so much for everything. And to our veterans, you know I love you. So much respect and so much love. And I know I speak for Joe from a special place. And I'll leave that for another time. But he as well. Thank you for everything you've done for us. And here's John Rich's Ode to Our Veterans. Check this out. Good day, sir! Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. What can I get you tonight? Uh, do you have any granny rich reserve? I do. Awesome. How many shots? I'll take two, please. Appreciate that. Great. Are you excited to play for the guys tonight? You know, I am. I heard there's uh, like some real World War II guys gonna be in the room tonight. I cannot wait to meet them. Greatest generation, right? Correct. Yeah, it's going. Smooth. Here's to you, pal. Thank you, man. Appreciate Thank you. It. Take care, brother. Well, he was one of the millions who signed up to defend us long ago in 19. Sucker punched us in Pearl Harbor He fought under MacArthur 17 With an Army Thompson gun Well, he stormed a lot of beaches Slept in jungles with the leeches He saw things a young man should never see And when they shot him in the shoulder He got back up he marched forward, left a lot of brothers dead in Kawajalain. And if it wasn't for the good Lord and the man, there wouldn't be a breath of freedom in this land. When I see people on my TV taking shots at Uncle Sam, I hope they always remember why they can. Cause we'd all be speaking German Living under the flag of Japan If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man I'm the grandson of a soldier And I'd fight the whole world over If duty called in Still fighting for our nation I've never had to kill for my way of life And if it wasn't for the good Lord and the man There wouldn't be a breath of freedom in this land When I see people on my TV taking shots at Uncle Sam Cause we 
we'd all be speaking German Living under the flag of Japan If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man If it wasn't for the good Lord and the man Cause he was one of the millions Who signed up to defend us Long ago in 1941 And when they sucker punched us in Pearl Harbor He fought under MacArthur 17 With an army Thompson gun